together growing in faith, changing communities. The grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you always. Today, dear friends, I'd like us to reflect on Genesis chapter 8, verses 6 to 22. At the end of 40 days, Noah opened the window of the ark which he had made and sent forth a raven, and it went to and fro until the waters were dried up from the earth. Then he sent forth a dove from him to see if the waters had subsided from the face of the ground. But the dove found no place to set foot, and she returned to him to the ark. For the waters were still on the face of the whole earth. So he put forth his hand and took her and brought her into the ark with him. He waited another seven days, and again he sent forth the dove out of the ark. And the dove came back to him in the evening, and behold, in her mouth a freshly plucked olive leaf. So Noah knew that the waters had subsided from the earth. Then he waited another seven days, and he sent forth the dove, and she did not return to him anymore. In the sixth hundred and first year, in the first month, the first day of the month, the waters were dried from the earth, and Noah removed the covering of the ark, and he looked, and behold, the face of the ground was dry. Then Noah built an ark to the Lord, and took every clean animal, and of every clean bird, and offered burnt offering on the altar. And when the Lord smelled the pleasing odor, the Lord said in his heart, I will never again curse the ground because of man. For the imagination of man's heart is evil from his youth. Neither will I ever again destroy every living creature as I've done. While the earth remains, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night shall not cease. It is an interesting story when you analyze it that after seven days the rain fell as God had promised and Noah had gone into the boat. Now this is a painful story realizing that a great number of people had died. But if you read the story Carefully, you realize the malice, the evil that people had got themselves into. And to some degree, things have not changed that much. There's so much evil in the world. There's so much pain. And some of this is caused by external factors. Some of this is internal factors. But imagine if you and I took a decision that it will be good 
that we teach our children will become ambassadors of goodness to our friends, to our families, at work, to our colleagues, at church. That wherever we go, we made a vow to ourselves that we will be good and we'll do good. And we will encourage goodness. Imagine what a beautiful world this will be. You know, it, it starts with me. When I decide I'm not going to buy anything from a thief. When I make a rule, a conscious decision, I'm not buying anything that is stolen. When I make a decision, I'll pay my dues. When I make a decision, I'll give to the taxman what belongs to the taxman. It starts small, but the ripples are so great. Because the good I do in my corner, the good you do in your corner, the good that is done in that corner, and the good that is done in this corner, imagine the ripple effects. In our families, you know, sometimes there are families that don't talk to each other. They no longer visit each other. They've taken each other to courts. They've put restraining order against each other. There are some families where there is serious domestic violence. There are families that really know what gender-based violence looks like, smells like. They can even show you the graves. Let's take a couple of steps back. Where did we lose it? What went wrong? Can we do it differently? And imagine if I took responsibility in my little corner, in my own house, with my own life, and you did the same, and somebody else did the same, and eventually all of us did the same. Do you know that we are capable of building a new world? A church. If we use that attitude, imagine we could build a new community. Where, where, where love is not just spoken about, but it is lived. It is celebrated. Where I value you and you value me. It all, it, it all begins with me. Then the other thing that I also find interesting in, in this story is the patience of Noah. He sends a raven. He sends a dove. Comes back. Sends another dove. 
just to know, is it safe to jump out? But the patience of saying, I will stay with the pain. I mean, Noah must have lost some of his friends, some of his colleagues, some of the people he knew and he loved and he cherished. But he stayed. He said, I'll wait. I'll wait. I'll wait on the Lord. I'll wait and see what God has in store for me. And some of us struggle with that. We cannot be patient. Not with God. Not even with ourselves. And we need that grace. We need the grace to start all over again. We need the grace to trust God. We need the grace to trust in His mercy. Then there's something that I find absolutely amazing. The promise that God makes. He makes an important promise. Never again will I destroy the earth like this. And I want to say he is moved, yes, by the faithfulness of Noah, but also by the pain. Now, if God can change his mind, who am I not to change my mind? If God can reconsider, why can't I do the same? If God can realize that this was painful, why can't I do the same? May the Virgin Mother of God continue to be with us, to protect us, to bless us, to guide us. May God in his mercy bring us closer to him. And may we find the truth of our lives. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.